You're listening to the Amateur Tarot Pod. Originally recorded starting at the end of 2016, there's a lot of growth to be found in the production quality and in the confidence and skill sets of your hosts. Please note that any phone numbers, emails, or social accounts are no longer active. You can contact the creators of the show by reaching out to brian at zenironman.com. Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Tarot On Demand Digital Radio Show, a podcast where we, two non-mystical hosts, use the power of tarot to answer your questions. For entertainment purposes only. Am I talking too fast? Like, are people who are listening to this on, like, 2X, are they, well, I suppose they're the power listeners, Yeah. so they probably know what the show's about. If you're already listening on 2X, then you've probably heard it once before. But should I not be racing my way through our intro, you know? Well, what the lols don't know is that we already recorded 15 minutes of this show before we realized that, that we wasn't. weren't recording at all. So we're, a lot of good banter lost to the sands of time. We lost the entire intro, uh, but just know that's 15 minutes that you don't have to listen to us. So that's good. Yep. That's the thing. And that frustrated host over there who is speaking really quickly is Ben Noble. And that dejected host over there who's speaking very slowly is Brian. And what we were talking about when we realized that the show wasn't recording was that there's a lot of different tarot spreads and some of them are super, super complex, but we are just dilettantes. We just dabble around in this pool that is tarot. And so we only use three cards and those cards in the order we draw them indicate the recent past, the current actions and the future. 100% money back spiritual goal guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only outcome. And so that's important to know when we get to the tarot reading part of the show. Yep. And then we also do a card of the week. Yeah. We were saying if you're thinking about changing your streaming services, uh, the card of the week might be for you. Yeah. There's a lot of backstory to that, but you'll never hear it. Yeah. Just uh, just know the card of the week is specifically applicable to changing your streaming services this week. Should we just go ahead and jump right into Queerance Corner? Yeah, we probably should. All right. This week's question comes to us from James, who lives in Chicago. Ooh, Chicago. The Windy the, City. The Big Apple. Nope. City that never sleeps. That's Seattle. Sin City. Is a fine movie. <laughs> I love my current apartment, but my lease is up in a month. I plan on moving across the country in a few months, but not before my lease is up. I don't want to move before I go across the country. What do I do? This sounds like one of those math problems. Yeah. <laughs> James loves his apartment, but his lease is up in 30 days. He's planning on moving across the country in a train that is going 45 miles an hour. If another train is driving across the country in the opposite direction at 60 miles an hour. With a signed lease on it. At what point will James have the signed lease in his hand? Uh, but really, yeah, this is a logistics question, huh? My pre-advice would be to go month to month on your lease. Well, some people aren't into that. Some landlords, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just my pre-advice. That's before we talk to the cards. Okay, well. Do you have any pre-advice? Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's just a lot of questions, you know? I have a lot of questions about the question. Go for it. Ask, well, ask me and I will channel James. Okay, well, it's just like, why don't you just move across the country in a month? Hmm. What about the timeline? That eliminates the problem. That does eliminate the problem. Uh, maybe there's job considerations. That's possible, certainly. 
but probably not. I don't know. This is a jet setting young man. Young man. Yeah. You have the the whole world is your oyster. So what about a gap year? Except you go on a gap month. I don't understand. Like a gap year is when rich people after college, they just go traveling for a year while they decide what they want to do. Isn't it before college? Is it before college? I think it's before college. I thought it was uh, like after college and before you go to graduate school. I think it's like after you graduate high school school. before you go to college. What? People have that much leisure? I think that's a gap year. Because I think after college, you're just a bum. I'm so old and cranky that that made me very mad to think of just 18-year-olds that get to go live over in Europe for a year just because. I'm happy for them. I'm happy that people get to do that. And I think that that's an important part of someone's life. Uh, but it makes me grumpy because I didn't do that. So you're saying James has a gap month. Yeah, just take a gap month. But how does that fix the problem? Uh, don't renew your lease. Right. Go to Europe. Play around. Oh, and come back and move across the country. Come back and move across the country. That makes a lot of sense. That was yeah. my other piece of advice. My other, other piece of advice would be maybe stay with a friend. Mm-hmm. If you have those or an extended stay hotel, uh, it's going to be like a little crappy or an Airbnb. They do month to month. Yeah. There's lots of options. Do we even need the cards for this? No. We've solved James <laughs> problem. We've given you plenty of advice. James, you've got plenty of advice. We're going to answer a different question for you. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like we gave like all the practical advice that could be given. Yeah. And some impractical advice. Let's just see what the cards say. Yeah. What deck are we using today? The Golden Dawn Initiatory Tarot deck. Words in that order, but not. Yeah. All those words in a different order. And so the Initiatory Golden Dawn is a different school of tarot. Like, uh, there's the people that read Rider Waite decks. There's people that read Thoth decks. There's people that read, like, Aleister Crowley decks. And the initiatory Golden Dawn is another kind of deck that people use. All right. Just so you know. Okay. Well. Wow. That's Hobble's Woman. So this deck is cool. It's a it's a Miyazaki movie deck. <laughs> it shows people doing things related to the tarot. Many of them naked. A lot of them are standing in fields. They also look semi-realistic. Have I done enough? Have I said enough? I don't know. Have you gotten enough from them to give a rating? There's a lot of nudity. How do you feel deck. about that nudity? Also, a lot of the a lot of the wands have fire backgrounds. I feel good about the nudity. It's uh, good. Good <laughs> nudity. <laughs> that eyebrow raise was creepy. Yeah, this is a pretty cool deck. Um, that's the Lovers? Weird. Um, the Lovers shows in the foreground a naked woman bound in chains sitting on the rocks while a uh, basically like Hercules fights a Leviathan in the ocean. Hmm. Oh, so it's like uh, Clash of the Titans. A lot like that. Or like the... Uh, final boss sequence in the first God of War video game on PlayStation mm. 2. And the fourth or fifth God of War game just came fourth. out. The fourth one. And it's getting rave reviews. Yeah, it is. I don't. I wish I had a PlayStation, but that was a mistake I made several years ago when I bought an Xbox instead. Four stars. 
Four stars for the initiatory tarot of the Golden Dawn. A lot of uh, decapitated heads on this one, too. Really? Mm-hmm. A lot of naked people and decapitated heads in fields. Yeah. Also, look at this. I think this deck's trying to be serious, but it's unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, that death looks like he's trying to sneak away from something. Yeah, death is tiptoeing away from something he did where he's like, oh, crap. Uh, I'm pretty sure what he did was decapitate all those people. Yeah, he did. All right, so we're going to help James with this four-star deck. James, you're very lucky. You get four stars today. I hope that we get some good ones. Oh, I just uh, had a mini freak out because it looked like Ben had shuffled my deck upside down into itself. And I got worried about it. I didn't. But he didn't. All right. Well, the, I guess the Golden Dawn doesn't read reversals. And so the back of the deck is uh, like you can tell what part is upright. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So to recap, James, his lease is up in a month. He's going to move, but he needs to figure out what to do in between his lease being up and moving. All right. The recent past. Flip. The Queen of Swords. All right. Well, the Queen of Swords shows a woman sitting on a pillow, which is on sort of like a crystal stool. She is wearing a purple nightie with a strange uh, bra contraption that's like a cherub head with wings coming out of it to cover her. She's also wearing a scary crown, and the most important part that I haven't gotten to yet is that she is yelling while holding a bloody sword and a decapitated head. (laughs) Excellent. And what does the Queen of Swords mean? Well, the Queen of Swords is a person who is very wise and knowledgeable and smart, who is really matter-of-fact and to the point, but also is somebody without a lot of empathy. Yeah, the Queen of Swords doesn't take any BS from anybody. No. The Queen of Swords could be you, or it could be somebody else in your life. And I just don't feel like we have the information right now to know. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's your landlord. Maybe. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Because your landlord is not going to take any of this uh, month-to-month BS that Brian's trying to propose. (laughs) All right, let's move to the present. He's too smart for that. Flip. The Princess of Chalices, so the Page of Cups. Wow, that was like a whole translation that we had to do on that one, huh? (laughs) The Princess of Chalices is a pretty sweet card because there's a dolphin in the background. Just There's a dolphin like leaping out of shallow water, and I'm very worried that he's going to hurt himself. He's going to bump his bottlenose? Yes. But the, the the princess herself is wearing a blue skirt and a blue cape, uh, and she has on a strange crab-like helmet, and she's holding a cup with a turtle coming out of it as she's walking out of the water onto the beach. And the Princess of Chalices is about uh, gossip. <laughs> that's an inside joke. But that, I mean, that's really what it's about. It's about getting news, getting like Yeah, but it's traveling. like news from your subconscious. It's subconscious gossip. Oh, really? Man, I've just processed that into my real life. Yeah, that's not what it's about. That's how I read that card. No, the turtle slash fish that's normally on the card is like your internal monologue or your subconscious reaching out to you. Okay. The gossip part was something we made up. Oh. That you've now internalized as the real thing. Well, now it's been said on the podcast, so it's real. Okay, it's legal. (laughs) Mail it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So the the Page of Cups is about, again, another court card. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be you. It could be someone else. Yeah. But it's about 
kind of listening to your subconscious, taking cues from your subconscious to start down a new path. The beginning of a new path, perhaps one that's uh, emotionally gratifying. Yeah. And maybe that's where you're going when you move across the country in a few months. Or, or maybe it's a, it's the start of a new relationship because he's going to move in with a friend. Ooh, that could be. Yeah. A lot of questions on this one. A lot of questions. Uh, should we go ahead and tell the future? Yes. Flip. The Queen of Cups. Oh my God. Another court card. All of these court cards. What's going on? Well, the Queen of Cups is sitting at her crystal throne in the water. There's a flamingo in front of her. She is also holding a cup with a lobster in it. Mm. So that has to do with the moon. Maybe. I like her. She looks cool. You like this deck. Yeah, it's four-star deck. Mm -hmm. The people look cool. She's like petting a flamingo with a flower. <laughs> she is. It's like she's knighting the flamingo with this uh, this lily. What a bizarre reading we've stumbled into in this deck. She's on a crystal throne also. Yes, all the queens, I would imagine, are on some sort of crystal throne. Well, Although I don't like the Queen of Swords throne because it doesn't have a back. That looks like it would be hard to sit in. Yeah, I don't think she cares much about comfort. Look at what she's wearing. Yeah, I know. So the Queen of Cups is somebody who, unlike the Queen of Swords, is very empathetic, mm -hmm. empathic. Those are two different things. Are they? Mm -hmm. Okay. She's probably both. They have to do with the same. I think they are different things. I have no idea. Because if you're empathetic, it means you feel a sure. way like you are able to do that. And if you're empathic, you can like... Intuit the feelings. Intuit how someone's feeling. I think that's an accurate description of her. Both of them are. Okay, so she's those words, but not in that order. Empathic and empathetic. Yeah, and she is somebody who is uh, very kind and diplomatic, and is just very much able to read a room and kind of exert her power in a uh, what's covert, not covert. It's not an overt way, but it's not a covert way, a subtle way. A subtle way. Those words, not in that order. All right. Well, let's, Ben, is there a story that you can put this together that'll kind of answer his question? Maybe. I mean, I can take a stab at something. Perhaps once I start talking. Yeah, take a stab it'll at it. happen. Because it'll I'm, I am at a loss right now. Well, good thing we gave James some very good practical advice before <laughs> we got into this reading, which was just a giant middle finger to us. Because <laughs> this is very hard to to do in a cold reading setting where you're trying to figure out who's who. Yeah. It says amateur right in the title. Yeah. Come so on. I'm going to stick with your interpretation that perhaps the queen of swords is the landlord who doesn't want to allow you to extend your lease month to month. So instead uh, I kind of am looking at the queen of cups and the princess of cups in a sort of like, they're not two different people. It's an evolution. So the landlord's not going to let you out of this month to month. And so what you're going to end up doing... Okay, I think I found the runway here. I think we're going to make it. Yeah. Now I can feel it. Pull Is up. It? Yep. So oh, wait, are you landing? You're sticking the landing? Or are you hmm. trying to get off the ground? Uh, I think let's continue the metaphor of trying to get off the ground. Okay. Those words, not in that order. Yes. So the landlord's not going to let you go month to month. You're going to have to find a new solution. And so the Princess of Cups is that now, now is you. And so you now are needing to figure out what you're going to do, where you're going to stay. And I can't tell you if the answer is to stay in Chicago, 
Although it sounds like perhaps that's what you need to do, right? Is that what we're getting, Brian? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need to stay in Chicago. And so I would say that this is a chance to deepen your relationships with somebody. Um, maybe it's it's somebody that you're in a relationship with and you want to ask them to move in with them momentarily. Or maybe it's just a good friend and they can provide some lodging for you. And through this staying with them, which, you know, may not be, I mean, certainly I wouldn't want to stay with somebody for a month, you know, uh, but maybe it's something that you just have to do. But through that, that's going to help you become a more emotionally satisfied, emotionally deft person, uh, this sort of roommate experience. And that's going to set you up for success when you move across the country as the Queen of Cups. Really stuck that takeoff, huh? I liked it a lot. So Ben got you into the air. It's up to you to get across the country and land. Good luck. Good luck. And also, thank you. Thank you for uh, sending in that question and giving us a chance to, I guess, look like fools on our own show. So thanks for that. Did we, though? Because I think I really pulled it off. You did a great job. Uh, I feel like I floundered. Well, that's most weeks, huh? Oh, Zing. Shots fired. All right. Time for card of the week, huh? Well, right. I guess first we have to leave Queen's Corner. We already left Queen's Corner. What I, was that? When I played that music a little bit ago. Oh. Yeah. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Nope. All right. Well, now we can do card of the week. All right. And this week we are using the Lord of the Rings deck. And Which is not what you'd think because I've used this deck before. Yeah, we have used this deck before. It's sort of like the uh, Game Boy Color version of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Which is to say, very enjoyable. Yes. So the Lord of the Rings deck generally has this like uh, weird arcade video game stone border around them. And then they depict a scene and then some sort of lore on the bottom. Yeah. For example, the Ace of Swords shows an eagle being pierced by a sword with a mountain forest background. And then it says, the intervention of Gwe here, the eagle represents a major breakthrough. Or the High Priestess, which shows some sort of mm, brand of Tarth-type woman (laughs) uh, standing in, like, a mausoleum. You're mixing your different fantasy worlds. Yeah. And this says, Lady Eowyn is guided by her intuition. All right. So that's where we are. I guess I have to give this a rating. It's really hard for me to say. Why? Well, it's just like... I guess I rate these decks on how I personally feel about them, mm-hmm. but sometimes that makes me feel bad because I feel like I should rate them on how they executed what they were attempting to do. Because personally, I'm going to give this deck two stars because I don't think it's great. Okay. But in terms of like executing on what it's trying to do, I feel like it's a three or four star deck. That's fair. Uh, but it's going to go into the, the book of life as two stars. That's Because that's how I personally, obje- subjectively feel about this deck, which I think is not great. All right. I would have expected something different from a Lord of the Rings deck. Well, there's a Hobbit deck also that we've never used, huh. so we'll see if that's any different next time. We when we use, we aren't using that next time. It depends on. There's a random number generator that we use to pick what decks we use. So I don't know when we're ever going to use the Hobbit deck, or if we're going to use the Hobbit deck. I mean, eventually we'll have to because we can't double up on decks unless you quit before then. God willing. <laughs> All right. Flip. We have the chariot, which shows a battle uh, in front of some castle walls. There is a battle raging, men with spears, horses rearing, 
a chariot with a wheel on fire. Uh, there's lightning in the sky. And then it says, Theoden concentrates all his power and charges the orc army. Cool. So that's what's happening in the chariot. The battle does not look like it's going well, I will say. No, I can't even see any orcs. Are I the, know, I can't either. Are the orcs those shirtless men? Well, that's what I thought, but I don't know. Maybe it's just confused guys in Theoden's army. They're like, oh, we're charging now. <laughs> yeah, they're just... I don't know where they're charging to. Anyway. Yeah, it's a mess. Anyway. Yeah, I stand by my two-star It's a two-star deck. Uh, the little white book for this deck. Uh, and this deck also uh, has rules to play a game with it as well. But we're not going to go through those right now. Oh, that's too bad. Um, can episode the next... Those words not in that order. Uh, <laughs> can that be... We just play the game. We play the game and we look at the Hobbit deck. Uh, the Chariot. Focus all your resources on attaining what is most important one step at a time. Pull together disparate forces to create a semblance of order. The key words are discipline, especially self-discipline. Yeah. I mean, that's what the chariot's about. Yeah. I think that's a great, a two-star deck, but a five-star instruction on how to enact the chariot. Excellent. I mean, I don't really have much to add. Chariot's all about willpower and self-discipline. So master that this week. Yeah, master that and you get success. Unless you're one of those shirtless guys. Yeah, you really need to figure out which direction you're throwing your spears, dudes. Well, now we've reached the ever-sprawling, ever-expanding end of the show. What do you mean? Well, it used to be that the show wrapped up with, like, an ABC, and then we were out. And now there's a lot of things we have to do to close this, this show down. Yeah, well, first we want to thank... James. James. Good luck. And yeah, good luck with everything. Let us know how that goes. And then we want to thank the Lols. Yep. Thanks for being out there. We wouldn't have listeners without you. Yep. There's also a, an, under the listeners, there's an indented letter with nothing. So. I think that's where we're supposed to start naming each individual listener. Oh, I thought it was just a moment of silence. Oh, a moment of silence, just to remember our lost Lols. Yeah. People who unsubscribed this week. <laughs> Okay. All right. So you can also find us at... See, this is what I'm talking about. This is how it's an ever-expanding thing is because you keep messing up the outline and then I just have to do it because I'm just reading the outline. Uh, Now you're adding it permanently, etching it into the book of life uh, here. So we have to do it. Uh, You can find us at AmateurTarot.com. Send us your questions at AmateurTarotReading at gmail.com. You can call the phone number that nobody ever calls, 314-325-6047. And if you call in the next 10 minutes, you'll get... A bottle of rubbing alcohol that I have sitting on my desk. Gross. <laughs> What's gross about a bottle of rubbing alcohol? I don't know. Why is it sitting on your desk? I don't know. I was cleaning something. Okay. I just normally think of rub- like rubbing alcohol in the context of wounds. Oh, no. I wasn't cleaning a wound. Okay. Find us uh, on the internet, twitter.com, at Amateur Tarot. Nope. Nope. That's Instagram. On twitter.com, at Tarot Amateur. You can find Brian on Twitter, at Zen you can find Ben on Twitter at making all this up. I will and respond. The more people that get at him, the more he'll feel inclined to get on there. I don't. How would I know? Because you'll get a notification on your phone. Nope. Then I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> also, what you could really do is you could go to my website at makingallthisup.com and sign up for my newsletter to get a new email every week about creativity and uh, pursuing your passions and making your dreams come true. And he kind of blew through it, but his website is I'm makingallthisup.com. Yes. 
Also, this is the part where I construct a mind palace. I don't need to say that, but I do like to say it. Brian has now clicked on something on his computer, which pulled me away from the outline. Although, I suppose I can construct the mind palace for my own mind. Yeah, you're supposed to vamp this mind palace. Oh, okay. Well, here's the mind palace. Uh, we need these reviews on iTunes. And so the way that you can help us, you're going to forget. And I don't blame you because I forget to rate and review stuff all the time. Uh, so when you're checking your email, though, when you're in that inbox, when you're sending those Gmails, when you're just bored and not doing anything anyway and already distracted, just go over to iTunes and leave us an honest rating or review, preferably five stars, but we'll take anything. We'll take five stars. Thank you very much. And now Brian will read to us a review from the week. And this week. Not this week, but some week. From a week. Yeah. A week that was. It's a review of the week. This is the week that we're featuring this This review. Three stars. It was fine. (laughs) Did we do Nay Lady? Go for it. All right. Nay Lady says, fun, five stars. I'm so glad I found this podcast. These two are fun to listen to, and I really appreciate their view on tarot cards. Thank you, Nay Lady. That is straight to the point. Thanks, Nay Lady. All right. Now, Brian, you need to scroll down because we've run out of outline, but I know there's more left. All right. Brian has a Facebook group. If no, still we use, have a Facebook group. If you then. still use that horrid cesspit of a website, you can join it. It's got a very, very bad name. So go to the Amateur Tarot page and then join the group from there. I think Ben is trying to get me to fire him, which I'm not going to do. That's too bad. <laughs> Uh, and thank you this week on the outline. Now it just says thank you to, and then no follow up. So this week, thank you to pink slips, which is something that I wish Brian would give me. (laughs) All right, everybody. I'm going to get off here and try and convince Ben to stay being my friend. Bye. What a Uh, great deck. Four stars. Good. I'm glad you like it. Maybe five. I don't know. Whoa. I've already said four. You've said four. I can't go back on it, but it is a good deck. You'll have to wait until it cycles back around and then you can give it five the next time you rate it. Can I, is that a thing that is on the table? Uh, yeah. Depending on how many episodes you stick around for. Uh, hopefully not many more.